You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Amen. God is good. Turn to someone and say, Neighbor, did you know that my God is so good? Amen. His goodness cancels all the wickedness of the devil. Amen. No matter how wicked the enemy is, God's goodness cancels it. Hallelujah. Yes. So sometimes, sometimes, when you have, when you have the negative, you need the positive. Hallelujah. The positive comes and changes the whole equation. So whatever negative situation you are facing, that he will come down as the positive, with his positive charge in your life. Amen? Yes. So every minus in your life, that is not supposed to be a minus, God comes and he puts a cross on it. And it becomes a positive. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't that exciting? Yes. He brings his his positive. And that's the cross. Hallelujah. He puts it over that. And it changes the whole equation. The price has been fully paid. It's been fully paid for your liberty. It's been fully paid for your healing. It's been fully paid for your deliverance. It's been fully paid. Hallelujah. For your protection. It's been fully paid for your blessing. It's been fully paid. Paid for your salvation. It's been fully paid for your restoration. It's been fully. It's endless. It's paid for it all. The full price. Jesus paid the full price. He didn't leave anything behind. Amen. So you can be rest assured. That you are in a good space. Turn to someone and say, neighbor. You are in the right place. At the right time. Do you believe that? Glory to God. Amen and amen. Wonderful. Let's just have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you this morning. We glorify you. We give you praise and honor. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I pray, Lord God, that you will do your wonders. Release your wonders over your people. Every life here. Every family represented here. Every clan represented here. (laughs) Every village represented here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, may God visit you. May God visit your household. May God visit your clan. Hallelujah. May God visit your village because of you. My God, in the name of Jesus. Break every power of the enemy. Break every adversary of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I sense that God is literally visiting 
I sense that God is literally visiting. Amen. There's somebody here, one of your, one of your siblings has been caught in drugs. God is touching that person right now where they are. I don't know who it is. God is touching that person right now. You are going to see a miracle. You are going to see a wonder in that person's life. Hallelujah. And you will know that the Lord has visited your home. He has visited your people. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The power of darkness is being chased out of your house. In the name of Jesus, the power of God is descending upon your household. It's descending upon your family. Right now, right now, right now. Come on, lift up your hands. Begin to tell him, Lord, I receive, I receive. I believe and I receive. In the name of Jesus, come on. Receive it, receive it right now. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God is at work. You just need to be on the same team with him. All right? And you'll be fine. Don't be moved. Don't be distracted by whatever is going on. All right? Just be focused on the Lord. Just be focused on the Lord. And they that look to him shall be radiant. <laughs> you shall be radiant. No more. That dark cloud over your life, I rebuke it. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke that over your life, over your household. In the name of Jesus. Every assignment of the enemy over your family, over your household, I confront light right now by the fire of God. I command it to be broken right now in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The mighty warrior. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Put that scripture back on. Let's listen. Let's. let's Let's read it together. Look at one, two, three. They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. Say, that's for me. Come on. Turn to someone and say, that is for me. Yes. Because you look up to him, your face will be radiant. Shame is chased out of your life because you are looking up to him. Hallelujah. You are not looking for one Godfather from anywhere. You are looking up to Him. And your face will be radiant. And that cloak of shame is removed from your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Amen. We're talking about the wonders of protection. How many people are enjoying the wonders of protection? As a matter of fact, I think we have a testimony. Yeah, I remember that. The wonders of protection. Amen. 
Does somebody have a testimony? Does ha- anybody has a voice of gratitude for the wonders of protection? Oh, oh, I see some. All right. Let's, let's hear you. Let's hear you. Come on. Come to this side. My right side. <laughs> the position of power. Amen. <laughs> Greetings, beloved, in Jesus' name. So one of the days during the course of the week, I was taking my son to school before going to work. So there was a bit of traffic. And then I'm driving down the ditch next to Mam Noni's estate. So this other guy... <laughs> This this other guy, I don't know because I was looking ahead. Because when I reflected afterwards, I'm like, no, this must have been God. Normally, I just focus ahead and just scarcely check the sides because everybody's just driving on their lanes. And then something just said, look on your right. And then when I turned, literally the guy was coming for me and he wasn't even aware that he was coming straight to my car. And I quickly just swaved a bit and then hooted for him. And he just then went straight and then afterwards later when we met and then he apologized. And I was like, these are the wonders of protection because otherwise there would have been an accident. Hallelujah. Amen. Mine is as fresh as ever. It's not the, it's just what you have just prayed about just now or confirming just now. As I came in, exactly what I was praying for about addiction Wow. And you just confirm it now. Amen. Praise God. Glory Amen. To Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's do Pastor. I'm not blind. And I'm not beaten. I don't have a blue eye. Praise the Lord. My testimony, my brother can testify. I had cataract on both eyes. One was so successful, praise the Lord. There was no any, you know, um, um, whatever. Yes, but this one. I went on Thursday. I do not underestimate the power of prayer. Hmm. When I was lying there, you're not supposed to shake. You have to stand still like you're dead. And then they cover you all and set the eye. Now, the doctor that was handling this eye is different from the one. So, she, first of all, she keeps saying, your, your, your face is nice. And I'm like, leave the face. Look at the eye. Look at the face. Look at the eye. The eye, the eye, the eye, not the face. Then, then, then she, she, she presses my eye so badly that I can't say my eye. And then I kept saying, mm, mm. Then, you know, when you do the cataract, they inject you right here. And she goes, and then she presses pastor so bad. And, okay, maybe I should just, I'm, I'm avoiding the light. You know, there's a ball, right? There's this bone that protects the ball. She came so close. Then I said, God. I just said, God. Then she comes to the top. She comes so close to, can you imagine, if it just a slip of the, the injection, it could have gone into my eye and it's done. It's, it's finished. The Lord was there. He protected me. When I came out, I was crying to say, October, I was counseling. One lady says, I was there. They did something to my eye. I cannot see anymore. She cannot even raise that. You know, what more? Something like that happened to her. 
They injected that in the in the eye, and they're not supposed. She should be far from the bone that protects the eye. Pastor, I saw the power of prayer and the protection of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Um, yo, I saw God in my life last week Friday. So usually, because I, I don't stay far from boulders, I, I take walks. So last week Friday, uh, 3 a.m., I took a walk to boulders. On my way to boulders, 3 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. Let's be sure. <laughs> so, uh, while I was walking, there was a blue polo who came very fast. So, while I tried to move away, two guys opened the door. They told me to get inside the car. The, the one driving had a gun. The other one had, had a knife. Then I was in the car. They were driving fast. We drove. Okay, the, the, the one who was driving told me to look down so that I don't look at their faces. So the whole time I was looking down. They took my phone while they were driving. Uh, they said I must put, uh, put the pin for my, 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 my standard bank account and my Kipitek account. I put it while they were driving. Uh, then next thing we were at a, what's this? Um, bushes. We were at the bushes. So the, 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 the guy with the gun came on my right. The guy with a knife came uh, the other side. Um, on my left. Next thing, uh, a call comes in. They talk, they're talking about a, a, a taxi that will come to fetch me so that I'll, I'll go for trafficking. Like, it was a lot. I was shaking. Like, I was so scared. The next minute, the guy who had a gun said to me, go run there to that tree. Uh, be on your knees and pray. While I went there, then the, he said to me, and if you look back, I'm going to shoot you. So make sure you don't look back. I went straight to that tree. I went on my knees. I couldn't even pray like I was shaking. Next thing, I don't know. Where, when did they go? They were gone. So I, I, I'm really grateful, though it was a traumatic experience. But I really thank God for what happened. And I felt that it was a testimony to me. Like God was showing me that he loves me Amen. and his protection is Amen. all over me. Hallelujah. So I'll forever be grateful. Woo! Glory to God. Amen. It would have been a different story. It would have been a different story. The wonders of protection. Lift up your hands. Let's thank the Lord for his protection. Father, we thank you. Even the ones we are not aware of, we thank you for them. We thank you. Thank you for your protection. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all these testimonies. Thank you for their lives. Oh, Father, we speak your covering. I speak your covering over everyone. Everyone. Everyone in this house. Every member of this church, I speak your protection. I bring them under the umbrella of your protection, under your pavilion. Lord God, you told me that the days ahead require the wonders of protection. And Lord God, this is just confirmation. Lord my God, 
I speak it, I release it over your people. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Now the Bible says, who is he to speak? And it shall come to pass when the Lord has not commanded. When the Lord God has not commanded, who is he to speak to? And it shall come to pass. Amen? Nobody's word is final. Only your heavenly father's word is final. Amen? So you need to be confident in the word of your father. Yes. Thank you. You've been protected many times without even knowing. You don't even know. You're not aware of all of them. Amen? So we thank God for the wonders of his protection. Amen? Glory, glory. Wonderful. Turn with me to Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He who what? Dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you. Come on, say no evil. No evil shall befall me. Hallelujah. Nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. No plague will come near your dwelling. Glory, glory, glory. Yes. For he shall give his angels charge over you. To keep you in all your ways. Amen. In their hands they shall bear you up. Lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and cobra. The young lion and serpent you shall trample underfoot. My, oh my. Now look at verse 14. It's a key verse. It says, because he has set his love upon me, 
Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he has known my name. Can you see that? How many people have set their love upon him? Are you sure you've set your love upon him? Because that is key. There's, there, there's several keys in this passage. Yeah. Because he has set his love upon me. Therefore I will deliver him. And not only that. I will set him on high. Because he has known my name. Amen. He shall call upon me. And I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. You see, there are times that God does not stop you from getting into trouble. There are times he allows you to get into the trouble, but then he is there with you. Do you understand? Yeah, he says, I will be with you in trouble. In trouble. So if you find yourself in trouble, don't freak out. Just tell yourself, he's here with me. Glory to God. He's there with me. Yeah. He says, I will be with him in trouble. Yes. Not only that. He says, I will deliver him and honor him. Incredible. Yes. He shall call upon me. Okay, I'm repeating myself. Verse 16 now. With long life, I will satisfy him. And show him my salvation. Come on, hit your chest. Say, he's going to satisfy me with long life. I have no business dying now. Come on. Yeah. Why? Why? Have you been satisfied? Why should you die now? Unless you are satisfied. How many people are satisfied? Are you satisfied? If you are satisfied, raise your hand. We shall pray for you. Huh? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah. So, God has made adequate arrangement for your protection. So, I'm here to announce to somebody this morning that your protection is guaranteed. Amen? It's guaranteed. Yeah. So, but does that mean that we should be careless? No, it doesn't mean that. So does that mean we should be carefree and reckless? No. That's, that's not what it means. You see, when, when, when Satan was tempting Jesus, one of the temptations of Jesus, he said to him, throw yourself off here. He says, it is written. (laughs) He quoted from this this passage. He says, it is written. He shall give his angels charge over you. (laughs) Let's look at that. My Lord. Yeah. 
Now there are two accounts. Which one should I use now? Let's look, let's look at Luke. St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 4. Hmm? Mighty God. Verse 11. No, verse, verse 9. Then he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. And said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here. <laughs> For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you. How many people notice something different here? Hmm? Yes, to keep you. And then he goes on to say, and in the and he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Now look at that. Alright? Let's go back to Psalm 91, where Satan was quoting from. <laughs> yeah. Mighty God. And many people love the Lord. Look at verse 11. Psalm 91 verse 11. It says, For he shall give his angels charge over you. Alright? To what? Go back to Luke chapter 4 verse 11. Look at Luke chapter 4 verse 11. Look at, I want you to see how the enemy uses scriptures. Luke 11, uh, 4 11. Back to Luke 4 11. Alright? Okay. First of all, verse 10. Let's read from verse, from verse 10. Okay? If you look at verses 10 and 11... And you compare that to Psalm 91. Yeah? Verses 11 and 12. Carefully. Look at, let's look at Luke um, 4.10. It says, For it is written, He shall give His angels charge over you to keep you. Alright? Then, verse 11. Look at verse 11. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Back to Psalm 91. Let's look at Psalm 91 again. It says, okay. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Verse 12. Let's look at verse 12. Okay. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. What did he omit there? In all your ways. In all your ways. He omitted in all your ways. So be careful when the devil quotes scripture to you and tells you to do something. They shall keep you in all your ways. 
Here, the promise is that he, they will keep you in all your ways. He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In other words, as you go about your daily You know, as you go about in your ways, as you go about life, as you go about life, like our, our sister's testimony, as she was going, she was going to the shop. In, you know, in her way to the shop. He shall give his angels charge over you in all your ways. So Satan re- omitted in all your ways. And why did he omit that? You're on the pinnacle now. First of all, that is not his way. Being on the pinnacle is not part of his daily life operation. You see? It's not part of his daily life operation. It's not part of his routine. It's not part of his lifestyle. Being on the pinnacle. Satan took him to the pinnacle. And then he quotes the scripture. And he omits an important condition. That makes that scripture effective. You see. So he said. If you are the son of God. Throw yourself. After all. It is written. He shall give his angels charge over you. They shall bear you up. Lest you dash your foot against the stone. You are not going to be hurt. That's what he's saying. There is a promise. So throw yourself. (laughs) You. Yeah. And I love how Jesus answered him. Let's look at the next verse. Yeah. Jesus said, What did what did Jesus what did Jesus say? And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Can you see that? So Jesus saw through that. And say, no, if I do this, I am breaking this scripture that says I shall not tempt the Lord. So, by breaking the word, the condition of claiming that promise is negated. And so, because of that, it won't work. So if Jesus were on an ego trip to make a point. Hallelujah. Come on. You are not like that. You are not one of those that likes to make a point. You are not like that. You don't behave like that. You don't think like that. You're just going about, you know, like Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah. But if Jesus were on an ego trip to say, are you doubting that I'm the son of God? I'm going to show you now that I am the son of God. 
In fact, before I, the Father has assigned legions of angels to work with me. So the question is, the pinnacle, dropping yourself from the pinnacle, is it part of the assignment? Is it part of your work? Is it part of what God has asked you to do? So this condition is tied to what God has asked you to do. That's why last week we emphasized lordship. If Jesus had fallen for that, the story would have been so different. But I thank God for Jesus. He was too smart. (laughs) Too wise. Satan tried everything. Because there, he 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 was trying to get Jesus to step into the pride of life. Yeah, that's... So if Jesus had stepped into the pride of life, he would have missed God. So when you look at those temp- the temptations of Jesus, it had to do with the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Which is what John tells us. That the world is comprised of. No? He says that the world is made up of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. So if you want to be protected, if you want to walk in protection, guard against the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. You don't need to prove any point to anybody. Amen. First John 2.16 For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, come on, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of this world. So when Satan said to Jesus, and you notice right from the beginning, if you are the Son of God, if you are the Son of God, if you are the Son of God, All the three temptations. Now let's read this 1 John 2.16 in the Amplified. How does the Amplified put it? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We need a new machine that is fast. This, 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 this one is, you know, it's Methuselah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my two cellar system. <laughs> I need a new machine. <laughs> That's what is happening to the machine. It's, it's, it's my two cellar. Okay. <laughs> get a get. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. The amplified. Oh my, it's gone off. Okay, let me open it on my phone. Hallelujah. Let's pray for the machine. Come on. Lord, in the name of Jesus, let this machine receive supernatural acceleration. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> hey, hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Yes. It says, for all that is in the world, the lost and sensual craving of the flesh. Can you see that? So the flesh is talking about the sinful nature. And that's why it's good to fast. Because when you are fasting, when you fast, you're dealing with the flesh. Some people hate fasting. And the reason why they hate fasting is because their flesh is very strong. Their flesh is very strong. So the flesh rebels. Fight seriously. And, and, and then they have to submit to the flesh. But uh, we, we don't have that problem. Turn to someone and say, I don't have that problem. I don't know about you. I don't have that kind of problem. What kind of problem is that? I don't have such problems. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. For all that is in the world, the lust and sensual craving of the flesh. There is a craving that is part of the world that is in our sinful nature. That's why sometimes spiritual things don't appeal to us. It's the sinful nature. It's the flesh. That's why you struggle. When you want to read your Bible, you start dozing. Huh? Yeah. But when you open true love, your eyes are pop open. <laughs> When you open magazine, your eyes open. Pop. Then when you take the Bible, it starts going dim. Yeah, that's what is happening. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, you don't do true love. Yeah, you don't do true love. Some of you is Hello Magazine. <laughs> you know? Or fine living. Or whatever. You, you know those ones that you like. Or sports magazine. Or, or car magazine. Hmm? When you open that eye, ah, you don't feel sleepy. You can do VG, what, reading that magazine. <laughs> but when it's time to read the Bible, ah. Yeah, open. If possible, you get something, an instrument to keep your eyes open. You know what's happening? It's, it's your sinful nature. I'm telling you. Yeah. So, yeah, what happened today? <laughs> okay, Lazarus. <laughs> the machine has come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> Lazarus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. For all that is in the world, the lust and sensual craving of the flesh. Okay? And the lust and longing of the eyes. Can you see that? There are things that your eyes see they long for. Come on. Is that not so? 
Yeah, it's, it's part of the flesh. Longing for that which is forbidden. Longing for that which is not yours. Longing. You know, it goes on and on and on. Yeah? That's the, that's the flesh. And the boastful pride of life. Can you see? That's what Satan was trying to get. He, he was trying to get Jesus to do all of this. Because this is all that happened in the garden. You see? Yeah, this is what happened in the garden. Yeah, now let's not go there. The boastful pride of life. Pretentious confidence in one's resources or in the stability of earthly things. Hmm, let's pause there. You know, the, there's what the Bible calls a deceitfulness of riches. You know, the thing about riches is that it overpromises and underdelivers. Yeah. Overpromises and underdelivers. Haven't you seen billionaires, you know, killing themselves? Multi-millionaires killing themselves, taking their life. They have everything. And then they discover that, is this all? It overpromises, but under delivers. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying it overpromises and under delivers. Yeah. That's, that's how the devil got Eve. This is a fruit desirable to make you wise. Look at it. Look at it. So, wow. Yeah. And she looked and she saw, yes. She got confirmation. Yo, know, when the enemy is talking, when he's, he's trying to tempt you, he uses, he, he, he has multiple confirmations. You say, yeah, you know, that's why, you know, in fact, it is written. You quote scripture. Take it out of context. Lift it up. And takes out the key components that are required to make that scripture effective. And then you now discover that you've been deceived. You've lost it. Hmm? So, the the pride of life is the pretentious confidence in one's resources. Haven't you seen when you when when millions enter your account, you feel different? No, I'm telling you. Oh, no, I, I, I'm telling you for real. When millions enter your account, you don't feel the same. Some of you, it's because you haven't been there. May God take you there. <laughs> so that you will experience it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, just have a few millions in your account. I'm telling you, the moment it hits your account. Yeah. Yeah, just, ha- just have something like 50 million hit your account. Telling you, your feelings will change. 
Even your voice will change. <laughs> your voice. <laughs> they say, um, you know, yeah, you know, we don't do things like that here. Huh? So when, you, when you come to church, they say, somebody shout hallelujah. And this is a Caroline, he's saying, dance, dance. You say, no, no. No, multimillionaires don't dance like that. No. You have to. <laughs> In French, you say, doucement, doucement. Easy, easy. Hallelujah. Softly, softly. Yeah, so everything starts changing. You, won't, you don't know. Just wait. So that's why you need to develop humility before that time comes. Because if you don't, when that time comes, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. Hallelujah. So there's the, the pretentious confidence that now I have power. That's what is disturbing some people today. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what is disturbing them. But come and turn to somebody and say, I'm not, I'm not going to be like that. By God's grace, I will be different. Say, my case is different. Because God is working in my heart. Hallelujah. I have the spirit of Christ in me. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how much power you have. You'll be well grounded. In the name of Jesus. You will be protected. From the pride of life. You will be protected from the pride of life. Because that's what goes before a fall. That's what goes before destruction. May you be protected from the pride of life. Amen? Or maybe you get some promotion. Some like surprise promotion. The president, you just wake up one day, you hear that you are called. You have a call to the union buildings. What? And you get there, they said, and you're sitting down face to face with the president and he says, look, you know, we've done our research on you. And we know you are the one that we need for this position. So we want you to serve in this capacity. Sir, just like that. Say, yeah. Somebody told us about you. And we've done our research. And we've found that you are the person we want. So now, would you kindly accept to serve in this capacity? <laughs> When you walk out of that place, your walk will be different. I'm telling you, 
That's how life is. Your walk will be different. You know, before you used to walk like this. But when you walk out of that place, you go. (laughs) Hallelujah. You'll be walking. Come on, look at me. Yeah. I am known in high places. Your walk is no more common. It's it's different. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. But my case is different. God bless you. Say my case is different. Yeah. May the Lord bless you with a humble heart. That's one of the greatest blessings you can have. Amen. Amen. One of the greatest blessings. Sometimes I've seen some people. You know, our friends like that. You know, God just releases a little, a little change here and there. It's just different. <laughs> like all my friends, his, his PA has a PA. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't even you, you can't get through to him you can't say hey <laughs> let's, let's say his name is John you, you can't just say ah John how are things no 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 so I answer you like that what, what are you talking about we're not at that level anymore Because even his phone, there is somebody that is holding the phone. So you can't even reach him. You have to, you have to phone somebody and beg the person to, you know, pass the message to him to tell him that you want to speak to him and then they. If he walks in here, you will just know. After, you will know. You will know. Yeah. They're one of the youngest billionaires in Africa. So when he moves, he doesn't move like he doesn't move like other people. He moves with the whole army. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, but I guess he needs protection because his life is at risk. It's, it's an important life. It needs to be protected. Amen. But my brother, my sister, as we're praying for wonders, and God begins to release some massive wonders, your heart had better be right to. <laughs> Before it happens, make sure your heart is in the right place now. Amen. Make sure your heart is in the right place now. Don't wait till that time. If you wait till then, it will be late. Start working on it now. Okay? Yeah. So you need to deal with the lust of the eyes. The lust of the flesh. 
in the pride of life. Deal with those things. If you can deal with those things, you will enjoy more protection. You get my point? You will enjoy more protection. But if you ignore those things, and you follow all those people, your celebrity, whatever, you know, some of you, you have your idols and whatever they call, um, people, the influencers and so on. Those people are drunk. They are drunk with pride. They've drunk so much from the cup of pride that they are intoxicated. But you don't know. Some of them are intoxicated with the lust of the flesh. They've drank so much from the cup of the lust of the flesh that they are intoxicated. But you don't know. Some of them are intoxicated with the lust of the eyes. Amen. But when you want the wonders of protection, pay attention to that. Pay attention to 1 John chapter 2. Verse 16. It's a lifesaver. It's a lifesaver. No? Hallelujah. Amen. I know the Lord loves you. That's why he's sending this word to you. To protect you. Protect you. So if Jesus had not overcome those things... You know that you would have easily fallen for those temptations. If you are the son of God, turn these stones to bread. He knew Jesus was hungry. Hmm? The lust of the flesh. The loss of the flesh. But Jesus overcame the loss of the flesh. So he didn't fall for it. Yeah. It says, if you bow down and worship me, he takes him up and shows him everything. He says, if you bow down and worship me, I'll give you all of this. Jesus said, it is written, shall worship the Lord, your God. Him alone will you worship. Hallelujah. So the reason why Satan gets us many times is because we don't pay attention to those scriptures. It's not because he's powerful. It's because we don't pay attention. So I want to advise you constantly go to 1 John 2.16 Pray for yourself. Pray for your heart. Let none of those be found in your heart. Amen? If there is any of it in your heart, ask God to uproot it. Ask God to remove it. Amen? And the Lord will remove it from your heart. So that when Satan comes, like he came to Jesus, he says, the prince of this world comes, that he has no part in me. Satan looked inside. No lust of the eyes. He looked. No lust of the flesh. He looked. No pride of life. Ah! There was nothing he could use. But for some of us, when he comes, he will see something. See? That's what I'll use. But it ends today. 
in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Some people cannot be advised because of the pride of life. That's why they can't be advised. Yeah. Little, little things God will use to test us. No matter what you get from, you know, in the next period of time, just know it's a test. Whatever door God opens for you is a test. Whatever he releases over your life, it's not the main thing. He's testing you. So he will watch to see your heart. Will it be lifted? The psalmist says, if riches increase, do not set your heart upon them. Do you understand? Yeah, don't set your heart. Don't. Otherwise, before you know it, you start worshipping mammon. And you won't know. But God deliver us from the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. May the Lord keep us on the right track. May our hearts be aligned to his heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. May we experience the wonders of protection. All round. In the name of Jesus. Lord I thank you. I bless you for everyone. Everyone listening to me. Right now. Thank you. Thank you Lord. Your word. Is at work in our lives. Thank you. You've sent your word to us. You've brought light to our path. Right now. I want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In any way, there's still the lust of the eyes in our hearts. Or the lust of the flesh. Or the pride of life. As that you will uproot it. Uproot it from our hearts. Uproot it from our lives. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. And I give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.